Imagine this. You find an unopened Christmas card from a high school sacred admirer, and you search to find and thank the anonymous author. Welcome to the Our Family TV podcast, where we talk about family-friendly television entertainment the whole family can watch together. Today, I'm going to preview an upcoming Christmas movie titled Open by Christmas. This movie stars Allison Sweeney, Erica Durance, and Brennan Elliott, directed by David Weaver. It will air on the Hallmark Channel on Friday, November 12th, 8, 7 central. To discuss this movie with you, I'm excited to welcome one of the stars of the movie, Brennan Elliott. Welcome, Brennan. Thanks for having me. Well, we Good to be here. Thank you so much. We're just so glad that you were able to join us today. But before we get oh, into the... Yeah, thank you. Uh, before we get into the specifics of this movie, uh, you've been acting for, for many years, and I was yep. just curious, like, how did that all begin? When did you know you wanted to be an actor? Well, you know, when I was young, I was in, into a lot of music and theater just for fun. And it, it was kind of, I think, a way to maybe keep me out of trouble. And my mom just kind of put me in these classes for fun and, you know, did improv and different things. And as it got a little more personal and serious, as I got a little bit older, I realized it was very therapeutic to get up in front of people and be open, express yourself deal with things that could make you feel better and you know do certain instrumental exercises but I remember I was about 13 and, and I did a, a play and we got a you know people stood up and give us an, a, you know a round of applause and, and when I was young I think I, I felt maybe inadequate or you know had very low self-esteem in myself and it just felt good that something you were doing someone was appreciating and I think that might have been the first part but as I got more and more into it and obviously trained at certain institutions and stuff it was a really great place to stay connected to my my true self and and be in touch with who I really am and how I feel and my opinions and my emotions and my experience and use that to, uh, to affect people. And I find that very enjoyable That's and cool. also, a, a, you know, a great therapeutic challenge. You know, it's interesting. I spoke with Andrew Walker last week and he said a very mm -hmm. similar thing. So that's yeah. interesting that, you know, I never, I never really thought of it that way when I, when I thought of actors, just thinking about acting. Um, I don't mean personally, but thinking about, you know, why people decide to do that, you know, I always wondered, you know, and I never thought about it being therapeutic. And so that, yeah, I mean, I think great. a lot of people, Bobby, yeah, a lot of people have their own reasons for getting into this. I mean, I'm sure people come from all over the world that they, they read the magazines and think it's very glitz and glam and you want to be famous and all the rest of it. That's not really, um, you know, that's not a very sustainable goal right. in a lot of ways. But for me, it was, you know, no matter the character I play, I mean, you're always playing a little element of yourself, but to be able to go into, dig into personal experiences, things about yourself, your feelings, and kind of, you know, your canvas becomes all of those emotions and needs and things in yourself you can share with people that watch your movies or TV shows or whatever is, is really um, not only cathartic and therapeutic, but very rewarding to know if someone's touched by some experience you're utilizing to create a character. So I find that enjoyable. That, that's wonderful. So glad to hear that. I know for me... My first experience with you was as uh, Warren Saget on Cedar Cove. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't Lovable exactly, Warren. right? He wasn't exactly the, when you think about like a Hallmark star, you don't really think of somebody like that. You think of a good guy kind of thing. And usually most of your characters that you play on Hallmark, um, the Hallmark channel anyway, are uh, good guys. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've really enjoyed your work with Lacey Chabert, um, you well, know, you. both in all of my heart, the crossword mysteries. Um, I also yep. enjoyed the flower shop mysteries that, that you played with Brooke Shields. That was 
That was wonderful. Yeah, too. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed those too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I yeah, just. I've been very lucky. I've mm-hmm. been very lucky to interrupt, Bobby, but I've been very lucky to get an opportunity to play with. You know, I've said this many, many times. I mean, I always try to make every character different. I always try to, whether it's emotionally or psychologically or physically or whatever, these are three dimensional human beings mm-hmm. on the page. And our job as actors is to make them human and three dimensional and honest and real. And you can't just, I don't, you know, I don't. You know, I, I don't see acting as you know, to play yourself, be a mark, and say your lines. You do the same all the time. I think you need, you know, your job is, 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 is to bring life to these characters. And this character is, and we'll get into obviously Derek, who is a very, very different role for me and something I probably wouldn't get cast in usually. But Warren was a, was a, a different role and something that I really enjoyed playing and never saw him as a villain or a bad guy. And I right. think that's why the audience is receptive. I mean, you, can, you can't play a bad guy as a bad guy anyway. But, right. You know, his intentions came from the need to please his father. and. I right. think the audience, the Hallmark fans and the audience that watch Hallmark are very smart, very, uh, very intelligent and, and really took, you know, took him in as one of their own. And it, uh, it started the, the ball rolling. And I had a lot of fun doing that show. Yeah. And I think for me, it's just, and I, I shouldn't have even referred to him that way because he really wasn't a bad guy. He was just. Um, well, he and, is the antagonist of the show and you're yes, right, Bobby. He right. Yeah. He, he was the antagonist. And when I think of you yeah. and your Hallmark <laughs> roles, you're usually not that antagonist that's right true. that's true and yeah and, and i love those two and and there's something about you that there's just like a sense of like security and safety about you in your roles oh, thank you that's very kind e- even very though kind, yeah. they're different characters there is that yeah. sense of uh, safety and security with you and you know it's kind of interesting how like you know with each character um or each role that you still have mm-hmm. that same sense come through even though they're different characters Right. Yeah. Right. Well, your essence, you really, you, you know, God gave us an essence. You really can't run away from it. You know, <laughs> right? you know? isn't that the truth? Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Sometimes we want to run away from it. <laughs> well, I just, I've just been lucky to play, play different roles, but also at the same time, work with wonderful leading ladies. And, and, and uh, I've just been very blessed to be a part of the Hallmark family. And, and hopefully that continues for years to come. And to see the audience be so receptive and all the fans, it's, um, it's really, uh, been very heartwarming and comforting to know that when you do a movie, they come out in droves to watch and, and uh, to be entertained. Absolutely. Family friendly TV that, that Hallmark does is, is there's a really, really vitally important part of that in our culture right now and in our country, not only around the world, that people want to feel good. Absolutely. It's a, it's a great escape, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we, we have enough challenges in the real world, right? So we. You think? We, you think? <laughs> I know. So I think being able to escape into a Hallmark Channel movie is mm-hmm. is really what the doctor ordered. I mean, it really is. Yeah. And, and like I said, I never thought about it from the actor's perspe- uh, perspective of being therapeutic, but it's definitely therapeutic from a fan, from a viewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's well, well said, Bobby. Well said. Well, let's go ahead and talk about your current movie then. So, Open sure. by Christmas. So, how did right. this role come about for you? Well, I was up doing a movie um, in Toronto that'll air in January. Um, we'll talk about that later at another time. But I was, I got a, you know, somebody, uh, somebody from the network, I believe it was Penny Perry called and said there's something that coming down the pipe for Christmas. And I didn't know what it was, but Allie's uh, name was floating around. And I, I'd never worked with her, always wanted to. And uh, obviously, I ran into her at different functions for Hallmark or whatever. I had a lot of respect for her, and she's a lovely lady. And I was in Sundance with her and her husband. And just just a great person. And, and she had a script that she was executive producing, and, and uh, they thought we might we'd be a nice fit. And uh, it's an obviously very different movie in its scope. I mean, there's the, the two leads. There's two female leads, and then there's two um, 
supporting male leads and it's kind of stories that intertwine and, and it's actually a really refreshing uh, change. But within that, I got the script and I read it and I thought, wow, this is really, really different in a, in a, in a really, really refreshing and, and, uh, and very human way. And, and I found it a lot of fun. And so I signed on immediately and said, I'd love to do this. That, that, uh, you know what, you're just making, making it more exciting to, to watch this movie. It's going to be airing in two days. So I'm like really excited about that. And I'm seeing that this year um, uh, on different networks that the stories are being told like in a different way, in a more realistic mm-hmm. way. And I think that's really important. Right. We want it to be, you know, we want it to be an escape, but we still want it to have an element of realism in it that is relatable. Right. Well, that's the thing you yeah. want to have. You want to have one of the other things I didn't say was the character really kind of made me a little nervous because he was <laughs> very different than what I'm used to playing. Okay. He's a bit of an, he's emotionally innocent. Uh, he's, he doesn't have that typical conceptual leading man quality where he's kind of a Don Juan, very sure of himself. He knows how to like talk to the ladies. He's just kind of very, you know, not really uh, strong in the areas of romance, so to okay. speak. So he was kind of an affable, uh, big teddy bear of a, of a, of a kid emotionally mm-hmm. in some ways. And I mm. found that really, really tough, scary, but at, at the same time, interesting. Um, but I do believe that in any movie, it's, it's, even if it's an escape, an actor and a producer and director's job is to make it almost real so that the audience can connect to that escapism from a real place. Because right. if it's just in a movie that's escapism or if it's just some fantasy, then you're watching a, you know, like a dream sequence or something. And it's better to watch something you go, you know, I really can relate to that, even though I'm escaping and it, that's why we watch these things. Mm-hmm. But also I'm feeling I connect to the story. I connect to this experience of somebody trying to find that lost crush or somebody that that had some kind of doting love towards them or whatever and we've all been through that at some level and if we me and allison and obviously erica and michael can can express that in an honest human way which i think we have in spades thank you know thankfully to to you know obviously allison's executive producing and david weaver who's an amazing director mm-hmm. i think the audience will connect with it escape have a fantasy moment but also be based in truth and there's that mystery element too which is a lot of fun absolutely so it's, a, it's a nice little piece Awesome. So maybe you could set the movie up for us then. So you've talked about four different primary characters. Yeah, basically um, there is uh, Allison Sweeney's character has come home for the holidays um, and is obviously has her best friend played by Eric Ramsey's character name is Simone. And within this kind of, I don't want to give away too much, but within right. this Christmas time, she comes across this, this Christmas card that she received back in high school about 22 years ago. And it doesn't have a name on it. It just, it just kind of, you'll see in the movie, he, whoever wrote this, is expressing his, you know, heartfelt feelings towards her as a person, and it's really endearing and charming and sweet, and um, and, um, and honest. And she goes on this journey to find out who the mystery man is. And my character is a real estate agent, unlike Warren, <laughs> very much, very different than Warren, but a very small town. He's a very small town Ohio real estate agent. Comes from good stock. He's he's you know he's just a very down-to-earth, sweet, lovable kind of, you know, and I'm, what I mean by emotionally impotent is that in the, in the areas of love and romance, he really isn't the Mr. like John Juan, you know, and it, mm-hmm. I find that fun, it was fun to play. It was fun to play as opposed to maybe like a Marco Savari from Flower Shop where he could walk into a room and he felt very confident in himself. Right. The character has, has areas to grow and mature and she's trying to find through him and through Michael's character who's married to Simone who this person is. And so that journey, the audience is going to go through this journey of peeling this onion to find the truth as to who wrote this. And all obviously under the guise and this, and the wonderful spell of Christmas. Um, but it's very funny. There's a lot of comedy in it. And 
and there's lots of mystery. And it's the audience is going to have to watch it, I think, one or two times to find all the little clues that David and a lot of us have planted to, to tell you who it is and to show you who it is. Because it's uh, it's uh, even though I finished the movie, I remember being on the plane coming home going, I still wonder, you know, are they going to get it? <laughs> because in, in, in the best way, because there were right. so many little nuances that the director would ask us to do or Allison would say, let's try this or whatever. And we just roll with the punches. And they knew that vision very well. And so it was really, it was exciting and you had to be on your feet and, and uh, just roll with it. And, um, and like I said, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do know as I was doing it going, wow, like they're not going to get it. They're going to have to, that, that's an interesting little clue. So it was a lot of fun to that, play that. It, it sounds really fun between the mystery and the comedy. And, and you know, I've, yeah. I, I was really involved with the Hardys before. So that's kind of been my, that's kind of how I started with my involvement with it with Hallmark. In fact, I met you one right. time at a Hallmark a Christmas event at the Grove. I used to get oh, invited to the Grove and we were at the sushi place and you were sitting at the bar. And I remember just coming over and saying hello to you. Not that you would ever remember me, but anyway, it was, uh, it was always fun to be able to get involved with that. But one of the things that I learned from being on set and just being in, in you know, just very in a minor um, way involved is how when you show up to set, like you don't really know anything else that's going on, like in the movie. Like if you're called to, to you know, um, do a scene or two or whatever, now you you're you're, you're going to have the whole story and everything. Of course, you're the start of the show, kind of thing. Yeah, but, I mean, I, it's, I mean, I'll know what's going on, but I, I don't know how they're going exactly to out or how the network's going to cut it. Right, or they exactly. I know, yeah. and that's and so just, fascinating. <laughs> Well, for me, it's, you know, I've, I've, uh, coming from the theater background, you know, once that plays up and running, you just you work for your choices, you do your job, and when it's over, it's over. It's not mm-hmm. out of my hands. And now, mm-hmm. if I was executive producing this, um, then I would, you know, obviously be more involved in post and casting and, and just on set and different things. But to me, I was just a, a player in the, in the story, and I just came in and made some choices, and then they would say yay or nay, or we try this. And, and it was a, but it was a great set. I mean, David, like I said, Weaver is a great director, and, and Allison is lovely to work with, and. Uh, we uh, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. I think the audience is, that's, that's the thing. I think the audience is going to have put the thinking caps on, but they're also going to have a really sweet and fun. And I mean fun, not like it's just fun. I mean, there's a lot of comedy. You get a lot of good laughs out of this. That's great. A lot of good laughs. I you know I love when the comedies are when when comedies you know brought into the to the movies. Yeah. It, it just makes it just to me so much more enjoyable. I I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. Now, did you do anything special or different to prepare for this role? Well, every character kind of affects me differently, and I have to kind of explore other parts of myself and do different things. This one, the one, the one of the challenges was. He didn't. I didn't want him. And, and director and I talked about this. He has to come off incredibly innocent and almost like an everyman. There's no, there's no slickness to him as far as a real estate agent or maybe kind of playing or you know manipulating the situation. He's just a really innocent, open-hearted, good small town guy. And I never lived in a small town. I grew up in all the big cities and you know lived in New York and LA and you mm-hmm. know all that stuff. And I had to go back to a time like in my high school years where maybe I was you know, a little naive to the ways of the world and romance and dating and meeting girls and all those different things for that character. So I had to find that innocence and that sweetness and no agenda within me because that character was very, you know, he's, you know, there's people you meet in these, some of these small towns. And my parents live in a very small town on the island outside of Victoria where they haven't been kind of hardened or poisoned by the big city and, mm-hmm. or, or by 
or via the ideals that we've got to make this much money and our career's got to mm-hmm. go here. It's kind of more of a simpler place. It's a very simple, simpler, um, I don't know, just a simpler energy that people are. And so I wanted that. That was a challenge because that's not really where I come from. So I right. had to explore that and um, find that. And then also, you know, his nervousness and awkwardness about being around certain situations that I know I would be able to handle maybe, um, he couldn't, you know, emotionally. And it made him very, made it very funny. It mm-hmm. kind of like a bumbling fool or an awkward, not that he's a fool at all, but he's very awkward in certain situations because he's, he's an open-hearted, simple guy. And when someone comes in and does something that he's not comfortable with, it's just on his sleeve. It's very, very, it's just there. Mm-hmm. And I, that was tough. That was tough. Because, you know, we get the script, you have a week maybe to prep these things. So you try to really find something within that time. And, and, um, but you know, with Alice himself and obviously the director, we, we really crafted, I think a character that can play really nicely with all the other characters in the, in the piece. Mm-hmm. Well, you've kind of answered the, my next question, which was kind of like, how are you, uh, different and, or, or, uh, uh similar to your character. And you kind of described that before as you oh, were oh, oh, training. Oh, oh, yeah. Hopefully that, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, you know, being from a small town, I'm not. I mean, mm-hmm. the way he sees the world is very different than I am. I mean, the way he reacts to certain situations in order to elevate that comedy, um, you got to find that within yourself. And so I love, I always feel like there's some similarities in every character, but there's also differences. And your job is to make those differences, those differences similar somehow. Mm-hmm. Sure. And you got to pull from life experiences and emotions and feelings and different things. And, you know, um, you know, like not working with Ali ever. You know, our very, very first scene that we shot in the movie is a restaurant scene. It's a long four and a half, five pager. And in that, I'm on a first date and I'm awkward and everything else. And so, you know, it's typical storyline that happens in a lot of these movies. But usually it's from a romantic place as the leading man. This one was for like, I'm uncomfortable and nervous. I'm awkward. Hope she likes me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is something that is very childlike. He is very childlike. And that was, I think that's what I'm getting to is the childlike quality of him I had to find, Mm -hmm. which was refreshing and sweet and made life look simple from that prison. It sounds and I go endearing. I feel simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. endearing is, is a good term, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So what part of the story told by the movie was the most powerful then, and why? Well, the the for me, the feeling of the one that got away, maybe, and I'm not saying this from my character's perspective, but there's this little subtextual thing of, you know, there's that one person that you felt that maybe the, the universe brought you together and you, you never jumped on it, you know, mm-hmm. like you didn't make the right decisions to maybe see if you could follow that through. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in the movie, um, that I think, um, is just absolutely one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever filmed. Um, uh, to, obviously towards the end. And, mm-hmm. and it's just a really, it tells the whole story. It tells, you know, when you meet that one person and your heart flutters, and you know, that's the one jump on it. Cause you might not get it another chance 20 years later, you know, that's and, true. And, um, and so this was kind of, you know, you know, I, it, there's also a thematic echo of like, you know, the, we're meant to be with the people we're with for whatever reason it is, but we're meant to be with them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and if we jump on that and trust our hearts, um, it usually turns out to be a beautiful, a beautiful journey. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, I don't want to disclose too much, and, sure. and throw it, you know, give it away, but I think that was something that really it's a beautiful thing in the story and, and, and obviously Christmas and, and, and the family and friendship Her and Simone's friendship is beautiful. I think that's really something that Hallmark is, you know, kind of doing a little bit more of. Um, and even my friendship with, uh, with Michael's character, um, mm-hmm. Jeremy is really, is really something new. And so 
there's a lot of little thematic echoes that are interesting, but I think that the, the love that got away that you really want back, it never, you know, took 20 years to have that happen maybe in this story. And so there's, there's that element there, mm-hmm. which I think is special. Yeah. Well, what you have disclosed is enough that it just makes me, you know, want to watch it right now. <laughs> We've got to wait two days <laughs> to see this movie, but really I'm excited about it. Do you have any final thoughts about the movie? No, I just, you know, as things are changing um, with the content out there, and obviously, you know, Hallmark is, is at the forefront of, you know, developing diversity and, and, and deeper storylines and, and obviously more honest, uh, deep personal stories that really affect the audience. I just, uh, I really believe the audience coming out and watching all the Christmas movies, not just the one I'm in, but watching our specific on Friday, it's going to be not only swept away and have that fantasy pull and feel good, but also is going to be touched by a story that I think they can relate to. And that's, that's, and that's what I hope for, you know, and I hope they all come out in droves and enjoy a nice Friday night movie for the weekend. Well, well, I hope so too. And, and, you know, we certainly appreciate you making these family friendly movies that you can watch with your family. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that's just really important. I mean, there's so many options out there. Oh and, yeah. And, I know, right? and, and I just really, you know, move towards, those uh, networks that provide family-friendly entertainment. I just don't want to put the other stuff in my head. That's that's me. That's my personal choice. I mean, there's so much out and there. Of course, right? And, and you and you have so you. Everybody has their own, you know, type of content that they want to watch, and that's fine. I mean, one of the things that is interesting about you know Hallmark and these family-friendly movies and other obviously, you know, I have kids, so I can sit down with my kids and I can right. watch these and not feel like right. they're being you know challenged in a way that's negatively drawn. So. It's right. really a beautiful, um, you know, family-friendly entertainment. It's going to be around forever, I think. And, and so it should be because yes. we need to have something we can escape, like you said earlier, Bobby, but also at the same time be affected in a positive light. Absolutely. Now, will you be able to tweet uh, Friday night? Oh, I'll be. I've laid my Friday bare. I'm ready to go. Awesome. Okay. The, so the, fan, the fans won't <laughs> let me not tweet. So, so we... <laughs> So we can find you at Brennan underscore Elliot, correct? On Twitter? That's correct. And Brennan so. Elliot too on Instagram. On social Instagram. Media, uh, social media. Yep. That's, that yep. is, that is so great. Thank you so much. So yeah. um, Brennan, Thanks, I just want to thank wonderful. you. It's, it's just been great. So Brennan's new movie open by Christmas airs Friday, November 12th at eight, seven central on the Hallmark channel. And I know I'm going to be watching and I hope you will be too. I want to thank you for listening to the Our Family TV podcast. You can find us on social media at Our Family TV, and you can email us at hello at ourfamilytv.com. We'd also appreciate a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. But until we meet again, we hope you're sitting on the couch with your family eating a big bowl of popcorn and watching a wonderful TV show. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. It's great. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care.